What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Elon, and today we're going to be talking about going over and reviewing Snowfall, the series on FX, which is also available on Hulu, starring Damson Idris, Sergio Perez Mancheta, and Carter Hudson, created by John Singleton, Eric Amadio, and Dave Andron. It has been since 2017 that this series is going on. It is a drama TV series that is about the crack epidemic in the 80s with a little bit of stuff that's sprinkled in here and there, truth, and then a little bit of stuff that is more fiction than not. Uh, it is starring, um, it is starring, <clears throat> sorry, starting a character by the name of Franklin Saint, who is a fictional character. I tried to do some research before to see if he was actual character that was like, or actual person. I don't really know who anybody who he's loosely based off of, but um, this series is probably one of my favorite series, like favorite shows and series that I've, you know, ever watched. It gives me a lot of Breaking Bad vibes, and when I say Breaking Bad vibes, just like you just want more, you are not satisfied with what you get, and unlike other shows, they give you at least 10 episodes per fucking season, which, hey, I'm, you guys know I'm all about getting more is the quality is up there, and yes, the quality is up there. It's very relatable. The show is very relatable because it takes place, obviously, in LA, South Central, Compton, all these other areas of LA, but... A lot of times it takes place in the hood and, you know, being from Stockton, a lot of Stockton is ghetto. A lot of Stockton, you can't escape the ghetto. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's just parts. Like, yeah, there's parts, but a lot of the parts are you're just surrounded by all types of just like activity. And it's very and this is in the this show takes place in the 80s. So, you know, I, I love the 80s because of just the um the music, obviously not the fucking fucked up stuff that would have happened to somebody who looked like me in the 80s. Um but the music, the just the the scenery of like old school looking stuff, classic cars, just you know, uh, fucking Impalas, just all these like just cool ass fucking cars, like and just it, it just I'm an, I'm obsessed with the 80s. Like I don't know if I could time travel and go back to the 80s and you know not get beaten up by criminals or cops, I would I would probably go back to the 80s. It looks it, I love just the the music, the movies, like everything to me. Like pop culture wise and aesthetics wise when it comes to certain stuff is just more appealing about the 80s i don't know i always like i would love to like have a city on the moon that's just got the aesthetics of the 80s music from the 80s something maybe out of total recall or you know i, I don't know it's just cool to me so right away when i found this is, takes place in the 80s i'm like oh i felt i'm like i'm i'm down the so we're going to go ahead and talk about everything that's kind of happened up until now. Not every single little detail because you guys got to watch the series for yourself if you want to understand what's kind of going on. Um, but basically, we have been at, what has this been, since 2007, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. It's been seven years that this show has basically been going on. And well, maybe I would say eight eight years because they filmed the show I believe in 2016 for season one and I was 16 years old I, I didn't start watching the show at that point um, I started watching this back in 2020 I believe my cousin put me on this show and I started watching it and I got fucking obsessed I'm like bro this is fucking awesome this is dope and um literally and figuratively uh this I don't know like I just I really love this series and this show the characters and John Singleton, all the other creators, they've done just such a great fucking job with making you care about what happens to each character. You know, a lot of people die in the show. I'm not a lot. A lot of people die in the show, but you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like how you look at it is kind of like how people desensitize to stuff like this in real life would just like look at it. Because some people be like, what the fuck? He just lost his homie. His homie just got fucking shot in the face. And he's all like, what the fuck about it? Well, in this time period and in this environment, people, that's how it is. They're like, bro, like, yeah, my homie got shot last week. He's dead. Motherfucker came up from behind him, shot him back in the head at the barbershop. He's dead. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to get back at him, like, eye for an eye. But right now, we're just chilling, smoking some weed, eating some fucking fat burger. And, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, you, you have to understand, like, that area of, LA at that period of time and even now maybe it's a lot fucking probably a lot fucking worse um it's different Mo now it's mostly controlled by Mexicans and just different you know parts of um like different gangs or Mexican gangs out there in LA at least that's what that's what it seems like to me what the news says but could be fucking wrong um 
it, it, this show is just it's done such a great job with you know i i wish it'd get more love like i see people like talk about it'll come up on tiktok a couple times people are like what show is this i'm like bro i'll be like snowfall go fucking watch it right now the name that's name's such a cool ass name that is such a cool ass name for a fucking show like I don't know. Some people be like, oh, they're talking about the crack epidemic in the 80s. And it's like, oh, it's going to be woke. Like, no, it's not, bro. Like, it really is not. Because if it was, I wouldn't fucking watch it. And let me just say, the fucking, each season has its own little, like, poster for, like, what it is. I think it was season five or season six. It's got, like, Franklin on, like, you know, standing over L.A. on top of, like, a rooftop somewhere. And it's got, like, a a pink, um, pink, pink, like, font on the, for the name Snowfall. And it's just such a fucking 80s fucking GTA Vice City cool ass looking fucking aesthetic to it um it, it, it honestly a lot of people I don't ever hear anything bad that people say about this fucking show um Dems and Idris who plays Franklin Saint I don't even believe he's from the United States I think he's from fucking the UK if I'm not wrong let me see he okay so he's a British Nigerian actor because I've seen him on the was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon and he's fucking uh I was like, what the fuck? Like, goddamn, he does an American accent hella well. Like, it's it's just cool. Um, Carter Hudson plays Teddy McDonald. He's the CIA agent that is in this uh, show. Uh, Angela Lewis plays Aunt Louie. Uh, uh, Isaiah John plays Leon Simmons, uh, Franklin's best friend. Uh, uh, Amin Joseph plays Jerome Saint, Franklin's uncle. Um, and then, uh, let me see, uh, Emily Rios plays Lucia Venezuela. Uh, ah, fuck, I, God damn it. Vienna Weva, like, I, I fucking have a hard time pronouncing that name, I always have a hard time, it's like, v v I can't fuck, I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, Lucia, uh, for those of you who don't know who plays Lucia, she's not in this season, she has not been in, like, the last three seasons, uh, the girl who plays Lucia is the girl that plays, um, what the hell's her name, uh, uh, uh um, Jesse's love interest in the last two seasons of Breaking Bad, um, I forgot what her name was, she got shot in the head, god damn it, I don't know how the hell I fucked that up, um, the fuck was her name? I don't know. Uh, I gotta figure this out right now because this is. Uh, um, who does she play? She plays fucking um. Uh, uh, Andrea. There we go. Andrea. She plays Andrea. She gets killed in Breaking Bad. Spoiler alert. Show's been out forever. Go watch it. Um. God, she's got a short haircut now. Okay. I, that's a fun choice, I guess. <laughs> um. We got uh, Sergio Paris Mencheta who plays uh, Gustavo Zapata. Uh, I, okay, another reason why I need, I need to talk about why I love this show. In the first fucking, like this show hooked me in the first fucking episode. And to do that with me especially, I get I got ADD. I get fucking distracted, bored really fucking easily. But this fucking show, it, it had everything I fucking love. Some cool ass like... You know, some cool ass shit from the hood. Like you got some like a cool little neighborhood that they're in the beginning. Some stuff that reminds you of, you know, where certain reminds you of where I live and, uh, you know, where family and stuff that's lived. And, you know, you see like the kids running around playing and stuff like that in the street. And you're like, fuck, man. Like, I remember I used to go play outside and stuff like that, too. That shit was fun. Nobody really does that as much anymore. But um, Seeing that that hooked me in, just seeing, you know, the classic, you know, oh, everyone's playing outside, doing their thing and stuff like that. You got uh, Franklin in the beginning trying to do, uh, you know, do what's right. And, you know, she's a little kids like, come on, y'all don't be stealing ice cream. Like they steal ice cream from this fucking fat ass fucking uh, um, ice cream vendor in his uh, truck. And he goes, yeah, y'all better keep running or I'm going to beat that ass. And he's over here out of breath. He goes, here's your 50 cent worth of ice cream back. And um, then after all that happened, like it, as this is playing, you're hearing... What's his name? I think Ronnie Hudson uh, playing, uh, what the hell's the, uh, uh, West Coast Pop Lock fucking just hooked me in immediately. Like, oh my God, like the music. It, um, now, wait a minute. Um, California knows how to party. California knows how to party. Like in the city of LA. In the city, city of comp. Like it's fucking just right away with some old school west coast shit that just like oh fuck yeah bro like i just start moving my fucking head you fucking feel it you have to be from the west coast to you know what i'm saying you gotta be from the west coast to, like when you hear some shit like that you right away just start fucking mm, don't matter where you're moving don't matter what you're moving you just fucking moving you fucking move the rhythm of the beat and you know what i'm saying i feel bad for people who don't got rhythm <laughs> so um 
but right away hooked me fucking in. Um, just the everything. The intro is just so simple, but it's just so cool. Like the intro would either would say snowfall and it like you know appears on the screen and like you know comes in and like as the seasons and series goes on the logo is like so they just so creative on how they spell snowfall what they spell out of like one of them there was an episode where there was just war going on between the projects Bloods and the Crips and Franklin and, and um, uh, opposing gangs and stuff like that and the episode opens up with the projects spelling snowfall but they're all burning in the episode previously to it the pro it's just the projects the next episode when the war is going on they're burning and then the next episode the pro it's just every the smoldering ashes of whatever is fucking left and i'm just like so fucking just so creative so creative so simple but so effective and uh it was just great to uh, it's just it's just a just a good show like i'm fucking kissing this show's ass right now but like i cannot find a lot of bad things i i'm a person who's very critical i cannot find really anything about the show that i don't fucking like like it's got bad bitches it's got fucking fight scenes shootouts and fucking cool ass music and Great, in my opinion, great storytelling stuff, stuff that can hook me in where I want to keep watching and I'm anticipating what's going on. That to me is great storytelling because you're, you're able to keep the audience engaged over fucking seven years, seven, eight years. This show has been going on. And the reason why I say seven, eight years is because the pandemic, when the pandemic happened, they didn't film. And I don't know what happened to fucking Jerome's actor. What the fuck was his name? Um, with uh, I mean Joseph, but like from season four to season five, within that two years, he fucking looked like he aged hella. Like his face, you know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? He looked hella different. And he started moving around hella different, and he's like a limp in the show. And I'm not sure if that's because of something in real life, you know what I mean? Or maybe it was something I just didn't pay attention. My cousin was like, oh yeah, fool, he's had a fucking limp since like this episode. Or he's or he's had a limp and, and you know you know what I'm saying he's had it the whole time and you just didn't notice. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Um, Carter Hudson, the guy who plays the CIA agent Teddy McDonald, he has done a great job. I didn't really care for him at first. I'm like, who the fuck is this nerdy looking guy? But as the show has gone on, when he cut his hair, that's when like in my opinion things like change because you see as the show progresses as he just goes from this downward spiral, getting kicked out of the CIA, and after the whole plan about everything blows up in his face. And then coming back and trying to work his way back into the good graces of the CIA. But it's like, it's a whole, like, you see it on his face. Like, there was, like, a kill count or a compilation of all the kills. And you just see, like, as the show starts, he doesn't want to kill. And as the show progresses, it's just, like, it's like a reflex to him. Same thing with Franklin. Same thing with everybody else in the show. When he kills his... In uh, season one, a death of one of his friends... Uh, I, I just said he kills. He kills his friend, one of them. Uh, not Leon. He kills one of his friends, and that's like a, one of the turning points for Franklin going forward. And then he kills as he just kills other people. You see, like just the the how you say the the soul in his eyes just goes away, and he's not the same character he was. And that's just a great that's just great on uh, Dams and Idris's part. Dams and Idris, Dams and Idris. I'm sorry if I fucked the name up. Uh, I always think Idris Elba. So Dams and Idris. That's just it's you know great on his part as an actor he's fucking it's from i think he's from nigeria born in nigeria fucking great dude like there's all these type of great actors all around the world um it's just great seeing um seeing uh all these characters and everybody just come like it's just such a such a good fucking such a good show just a uh, all these people just coming together it's just awesome to fucking see um but everybody else, everybody just does great. And when a character can make me hate them, like, oh, you fucking bitch, or you motherfucker, like, God, ooh, that is, when you can bring out the emotion, then you got something there. I haven't had any tears in this show. Some people are like, oh, tears, you'd be a bitch. I don't give a fuck, bro. If a show is that good and it can emotionally get you like that, shh, I think it's weird if you don't get emotional. Dep I mean, you know, I'm not <laughs> crying. Like I'm like in a I'm not like in a puddle of fucking tears. Like I I'm fucked up for days. This show fucked me up for days. No, it. But watching a piece of art, and if it can make you feel something, whether that's anger, happiness, hate, um, tears, sadness. You know what I mean? Love. I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you got something there. So let's go ahead and talk about this. Enough of my fucking what last 10 minutes of kissing my ass kissing the ass of this fucking show but it deserves to you know what i mean it deserves to it's it's cool um uh, i forgot to mention when i was talking about uh sergio perez uh, manchetta um who plays gustavo 
he was one of my favorite characters I've ever seen. I, I just love, I don't know, it's cool seeing the Mexicans, you know, get their get their shine and stuff. Like it's cool, it's just cool seeing that. Like I, I understand, you know, this is when the people say, "Oh, we want representation." You know what I mean? Like yeah, I understand. Like this is re- good representation. They're not all. They're not in the show constantly being like, "Oh, look at us! Look what we did! Look at this! Blah blah blah!" You know, we got these people here, these people here, these people here. No, it's just a good show with good actors of all different shapes, sizes, and colors. Whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's great. This is how you do a show right. You know what I mean? Like they're not fucking. They're not constantly saying like, "Oh, smell our farts or smell our own farts or whatever." Look what we did. Oh, awesome. Like they do in one South Park. Like they're not doing that. And that's what I appreciate about these guys. They just want to make a good show for the fans. They care about the fans and they care about good writing and all of this stuff. Um Yes, it's just it's just great. So, um I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm just glad to see this um I'm just glad to see this just this show. Um uh, Charlene Hyatt, who also plays his mother, she's great. Uh, I, it's hella funny. I was watching the movie Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal from like 2014. I watched that the other day again, and I, she was in it. I'm like, fuck, I don't, I didn't, I didn't even fucking, I don't even remember this fucking part. But it, it, she's great. They all do great. Okay, so enough of this. Let's go ahead and get into the show. Um, we're gonna briefly just skim through seasons one, two, three, four, and five, and then we're gonna get immediately on to season six because those are the that's the hot topic. That's the hot button we're gonna talk about. Um, because as the series goes on, when I do episode four, five, and six, and then, uh, seven, eight, nine, so they're going to be, there's going to be three more reviews. So I'm going to be going, um, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then episode 10, the five finale. Um, that's what we're going to, that's going to be one episode. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Okay. So the first episode pilot, like I said, you cannot have a good show without a good pilot that can hook you in. And this did it for me. Great. Um, Make Them Birds Fly as the next episode, episode three, Slow Hand, uh, episode four, Trauma, episode five, seven, four, episode six, A Long Time Coming, episode seven, Cracking, uh, episode eight, Baby Teeth, episode nine, Story of a Scar, and then episode 10, The Rubicon. Um, these are all just great episodes because, uh, you know, it was a fanta- it was just a great first season. Uh, in this season, you know, we see stuff like uh, Teddy... Teddy, uh, Teddy McDonald, uh, there's another guy named Alejandro, who's like, uh, one of the CIA's, uh, psyops, I guess, or one of their agents, but he's like a, he, you know, he works with the CIA, but he's clearly a criminal that they recruited, and, uh, you know, Teddy eventually has to kill him, be, uh, you know, because he sees him, like, cutting up the pieces of this girl's body in a, um, in a bathtub, and he tells him, Teddy, just go, like, don't worry about this, I got this, and Teddy shoots him. But he has a hard time killing him because he's like, fuck, I can't, you know, it's, he's not, at first he doesn't feel like he's cut out for it, you know, he's just like one of the desk agents. And um, as things go on, like I said, throughout the show, he becomes that person. And then also too, he, he recruits his brother who's a pilot, a former ex-military, I believe, to be on one of the missions with him. And uh, his brother ends up dying after, of a cocaine overdose, uh, not through, not through any, you know, of his own will. Uh, there's another character by the name of Avi uh, or Javi, Avi, whatever you want to call him. He's a, uh, a, a Israeli arms dealer slash cocaine distributor um, who introduces Franklin to the game, kind of takes Franklin under his wings, sees the potential in Franklin. Eventually, Franklin kind of doesn't really need him as much in the sense of like, nah, I, I got this. Like, you, you ain't going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do my thing. But they still remain close throughout the series. Um and he's he's one of my favorite fucking characters. I love him, man. He's just so funny, so great. Just this crazy Israeli guy. I believe he's former Mossad, so um, that explains a lot of his, you know, uh, what he knows and why he's so, why he's the way he is. They they talk about that in the later in the show. He's former Mossad. For those who don't know, uh, former uh, Mossad, I believe, is the Israeli special forces. Um, yeah, if, if I'm not wrong. So for those of you who if can correct me, that's fine. You correct me. I just like the first time I heard the word Mossad was in um, that show. Who is America with Sasha Baron Cohen, where he's playing um, Iran Muhad, uh, um, former Mossad. But like he when he introduces himself to people, he goes back when I was in the Mossad. I mean, when I wasn't in the Mossad, like he fucking the joke is that he slips up saying he was in special forces, Israeli special forces where they kill people. Um this whole show, you know, we have the characters of Louis, we have the characters of Jerome, who Louis at the beginning of the show is a base head, she fucking just, or no, base head, fucking sherm head, she does drugs, she lives with his, uh, um, Franklin's uncle Jerome, 
um, who is like, you know, the cool uncle, you know, the man, you know, the one that's just always like barbecuing out front, the one who's always lifting weights, the one who can pull bitches, but, you know, he's got one solid chick that he stays with. And um, it's it, in the first episode, I believe it is, uh, he tells Louis to beat this bitch's ass who's trying to knock on his fucking, I told you, bitch, not to come back here. And he goes, Louis, get out there and beat this bitch's ass. She takes off her fucking jewelry one by one, her rings, and goes out there and beats that bitch's fucking ass. And he's just like, he's like, God damn, yo, yo, auntie, make me, mm. he, it, it, <laughs> he does such a great ass fucking job. Um, as the show goes on, uh, Jerome, Jerome Franklin, Leon, uh, Franklin's friend Kev, they all get into the game together. Franklin's basically the leader, and because he has the plug with uh, Avi, and then eventually Teddy McDonald, um, when they meet, they um, start doing business together. The, basically, what is going on is uh, the CIA, which is Teddy, is uh, find, trying to find a way to fund a war between, I think, the Sandinistas, uh, somewhere in Southern, South America, and they can't use taxpayer money because if that's found out, it'll fucking make the U.S. look bad. So they basically find a way to get money, and that's by selling crack to the local communities. Excuse me. The local communities to basically find a way to fund the war. And that has partial truth in it, and it also doesn't have partial truth. It's like it's, It blurs the lines a little bit between fiction and reality for what really happened. I'm not going to get into everything that really happened because I'd be here for another fucking two, three fucking hours, and I'm not here to do that. Um, so that's why uh, Franklin and Teddy are basically in, in it together in a sense. They're not friends at this point. I wouldn't even say they're ever friends. They're just, there's, here's the plug. Here's the guy that gets you stuff. And uh, here's the guy that'll distribute it for you. Um, Franklin and Avi are not on bad terms at all. Um, they deal with a lot of different stuff. Uh, Gustavo ends up um, connecting with the CIA uh, throughout this series as he's trying to kind of make his way. Gustavo uh, is a wrestler. He goes by the name of El Oso. And him and Franklin meet in the beginning of the f in, in the first episode, I believe. And like I said, this first episode had everything... Um, I'm, cause I'm, what I'm talking about right now, so you guys don't get confused, I'm just talking about other stuff in all the episodes of season one, but I'm going back to the first episode just cause I love it so much, but I was gonna make this point earlier and say this earlier, I just didn't, but Gustavo is a wrestler, pro wrestler, a luchador, and, uh, he goes by the name El Oso, the bear, big bear, you know, that's what it means in Spanish, El Oso, the bear, um, and he wrestles and stuff like that, and that hooked me in too, I was like, fuck, this is, this has got fucking 80s music, 80s food, 80s cars, 80s aesthetics, hot bitches, hot bitches, sexy bitches, and pro wrestling. What else what else could I ask for? What else could I ask for? And um he meets Franklin, he goes, "Hey also, can I get a can I get a can you sign my picture? Can you sign my thing or whatever?" And he signs it for him. And it's fucking it's just so cool because you see how in how innocent I want to say Franklin is at the beginning of this show and then as he progresses later on. Um Gustavo ends up getting involved with some bad people. There's a storyline with a girl named Lucia who he falls in love with, who has connections with a family that, you know, does things and stuff. And cartels get involved. I, like I said, I just love that how it doesn't just, they do so well with not just focusing on Franklin's story. They Franklin's on what Frank, they focus on what goes on with Franklin, Leon and his girlfriend Wanda, um, Jerome and Louis, uh, his mother, his father Alton, who's a, a homeless who's a homeless, uh, I guess, alcoholic at this point. He's been a homeless alcoholic for this, uh, you know, he's a homeless alcoholic for a majority of, I believe, the first and second season and um, eventually kicks the alcohol um, and become, you know, comes back into Franklin and his ex-wife's life. Um, but um, as I was saying, they just do such a great job of just connecting all the stuff together. Um, Lucia, let me go over Lucia. Lucia, who disappears in a couple, after the first couple seasons, I don't necessarily dislike her character, maybe I just didn't like what the, the ending of her character, because there's not really one, I just don't like, maybe, I, I'm not sure why she left, maybe she just didn't want to be part of it anymore, I don't know, maybe she was doing something else, I think I heard that she was doing something else, but her family, her cousin is a fucking bitch, I can't fucking stand it, the guy, the props to the actor, does a great job playing off this little fucking this little fucking snaky little whiny little bitch that just like like wants to undermine everything she does and wants power like it's just so he, he does such a good job um but all this stuff is like coming together it's just a big mixing pot of all these stories that are 
at which it, a lot of times can be a recipe for disaster if you don't do it right. But it, it's you know they add just enough of the spices everywhere to where everything is not overplayed. It doesn't overstay. It's welcome, and it's just like I said, it's just really really good. Um, by the end, and then we have Mel. Mel is Franklin's love interest in the first couple of seasons, who a girl he went to school with. Uh, her father's a cop. He's lived next door or a couple houses down for the like ever since they were kids. Um, you know, eventually, uh, him and Franklin butt heads as the seasons go on. Um, Franklin and Mel end up butting heads because as the crack is being distributed through all of, I believe, South Central, um, you know, it, she ends up getting a hold of the crack and becomes a crackhead as well. Leon's uh, girlfriend, Wanda, ends up becoming a crackhead, eventually comes back, you know, goes to rehab, does all that sort of stuff. Mel, through her own right, um, wrongs Franklin and ends up getting help. And I, I can't stand her fucking stupid ass either and moves to Texas. Um, they haven't mentioned her again as of currently. And I don't mind if they don't. Um, who the hell's the guy that plays Peaches? Fucking um, Peaches. There's a character by the name of Peaches who is one of Franklin's bodyguards. Um, what's his name? Um, fuck, man. I, I know him. I've seen him all. Uh, uh, DeRay Davis. Uh, DeRay Davis. That's right. Um he does great in this show. He doesn't have to say much, but he's great when he is. He's not in the show currently right now. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, first season of Snowfall is a great first season. You guys will enjoy it. I you know, threw out little tidbits here and there about what happens, what kind of goes on. Some stuff is from other seasons, but I'm not going to give too much spoilers because, I, like I said, I'd be here forever, and uh, we got to move on. So great first season. You guys will enjoy it. Nothing I can really complain about. Like I love everything that happens that goes on in this show. Um, season two uh, starts off with us uh, uh, sightlines. Um, at this point, Teddy has cut his hair. Uh, he's no longer got the you know long curly hair anymore. Um, we you know it's this season kind of deals with like Franklin. Uh, well, Franklin's storyline this season kind of deals with a lot of him struggling to keep up with the business and everything expanding and stuff. At this point, Jerome and Louis are still with him. Uh, uh, you know, he's got Leon working with him. They got all the, it's just growing, it's growing, it's growing. And, um, he, uh, he ends up, uh, I, I think this is the season. I'm sorry. I think this is the season where Franklin finally ends up, um, getting cocaine from Teddy, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And he goes by Reed Thompson, not Teddy. Um, cause, yeah. Cause eventually, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm remembering stuff now. I'm remembering stuff. Um, I believe his cocaine distributor was Avi for the first season, and then eventually it becomes um, Reed Thompson, who ends, I believe, kidnapping Franklin, doing some shit where like he chloroforms him or whatever, and he interrogates him. Um, eventually, I believe, as the show goes on, his mother finds out about everything, and you know, I actually like the way they handled it. She basically was like, didn't want to, she was didn't approve of what he was doing, but also was like, okay, you're my son, I'm, I'm in it with you, like, you know what I mean. Um, we get a lot of like cool stuff in this next season. A lot of just like, um, it, just a lot of just cool stuff. Like I said, you know, I, I don't want to go into too much spoilers because like, I feel like I'm robbing you guys of experience and, you know, experience it for yourself. But, um, first episode, it says, uh, sideline, second episode, the day, third episode, uh, Prometheus rising, uh, you know, more stuff with Lucia, um, it's a lot of just crazy stuff that happens. Uh, Jingle Bells Rock, episode four, episode five, or Serpiente, um, episode six, The Offer, episode seven, The World is Yours, episode eight, Surrender, episode nine, Aftermath, episode 10, Education. A lot of these episodes, their titles give away what kind of is going on. So not too much spoilers in the names, but, you know, it doesn't doesn't like it doesn't insult your intelligence with like a stupid fucking title that has nothing to do with it. Um, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul have done this as well. Not insult you, but like you know, give you good little, like little hints in the name of the episode. Because there are shows that just don't do that. I guarantee you guys have probably watched a show where your like episode will be called, um, like I'll take a name from here, right? Okay, okay, well maybe not because this episode two is called of season two is called The Day. If you've never seen the show before and you just like click on episode two, you'd be like, what the fuck is this about? But as you're watching the show. In episode one, Sightlines, you probably go, oh, the day, that's what they talked about in Something Something, not referring to an event that could possibly be coming next. Um, but yeah, uh, great season two. Um, 
lot of cool stuff. The Lucia stuff and the Gustavo stuff was all good. The Mexican stuff, you got the black people stuff and the, the Avi and the Israeli stuff. And it's just really cool. It's the CIA stuff. It's fucking, it's just really cool to see. Um, that's all I'm going to go over. Like I said, I'm speed running through this because we got to get to season six, season three, uh, uh, episode one, protect and swerve. Uh, we have, um, all just, you know, all different types of stuff. Teddy goes to Mexico, uh, episode two, the more you make, um, episode three, cash and carry obvious still in this, at this point, uh, Franklin's moved up. Avi, you know, it doesn't really have like the pool he has used to have with Franklin before Franklin's kind of like, no, no, Avi, like I'm, I'm me now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's not a bad relationship, but Avi at this point in the show is kind of like, he has kind of fallen on hard times just a little bit. Not bad. He's not as high as up, up in his you know, life as he was before, uh, episode four of the game, you, uh, the game that moves you, uh, the game that moves as you play episode five, the bottoms episode six confessions, episode seven, pocket full of rocks, episode eight hedgehogs, episode nine blackout episode 10 other lives or other, li- other lives. That is a great episode. Episode season three, episode 10, the finale is fucking one of my favorite. I rewatched that episode again, just without everything else that I watched. I just rewatched episode again. Great fucking episode. Blackout is the one before that, the season nine or season three, episode nine. Great episode. But other other lives. Oh my god, it's just so, the music numbers. Just uh, that this was probably the closest one that I had to tearing up just a little bit. You have to watch it. Um, but it's a sad fucking episode. And the fucking just the cinematography is so great in this episode. It's great in all the episodes, but this one especially is fucking just amazing. Okay, on to season four. Season four. This is where I was like, this is 2021. This is where Jerome started looking a little older to me. But like I said, the pandemic, I'm not sure what happened. I'm not going to make any, uh, you know, judgments or assumptions. Uh, Re-entry. Everything in South Central is just getting fucked. Uh, Franklin is trying to stop gang wars from going on because of what happened was is Leon accidentally. Okay, so Leon in uh, retaliation for getting shot at before from this one gang, ends up shooting at uh, this girl named Khadija, who's in a car with her baby, her daughter. Um, she's probably like maybe three or four. And um, uh, they're in the car with their goons, and he doesn't know that the, the kid is in there, and he shoots them with a Mac-10, I believe. And the stray bullets end up killing the baby, but not Khadija. And Khadija ends up, oh my god, Khadija's just a thorn in Franklin Leon's side. And at this point, Leon changes as a character, and you see this progression of just like a wanting redemption, but also not hating what he does as the show goes on. That is a a, a great just little thing that happens. Um, episode two, wait. Episode three, all the way down. Episode four, expansion. Episode five, the get back. Episode six, say a little prayer. Episode seven, through a glass, through a glass darkly. Episode eight, betrayal. Episode 9, Sleeping Dogs. Episode 10, Fight or Flight. Sleeping Dogs and Fight or Flight are good episodes. Great, you know, little thing that happens here. Um, you got to watch them. There's a character by the name of Man Boy. I'm going to keep saying that name because I, I say that shit to myself because there's a character who was played by, what is his name? Um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, 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 Melvin Gregg. He plays a character by the name of Man Boy. And he's, bruh, if you guys watch it, you'll be like, oh, this guy's a, this guy's your typical light skin, typical light skin. Like, y- those of you who know what that means, like, you'll fucking laugh when you see, when you meet this character. Um, he looks like a fuckboy, you know, a fuckboy light skin that's like, oh, man, to be trying to be all smooth with the bitches and stuff like that. But he's a fucking, he is like a Franklin, just reckless and more ego-driven and more, you know, more emotional about his ego, like, he, he's got no problem, like, you know, showing out, and, like, being in public somewhere, flexing, Franklin's more of, like, the, nah, I don't need to flex, I'm not, I'm not going around wearing all these chains and shit, you know what I mean, like, I got money, but I'm not the one doing that, um, so they're, they're kind of polar, they're kind of like polar opposites in a way, but they both, this, they're also very similar, and me, me and boy, like, I say it like that, because that's how fucking Franklin says his name, he goes, What's going on with you and man boy? Like, I, I just say that. Sh- I, I was literally talking to myself, quoting a line, like fucking making up my own lines between them right now, where he's just all like, man, we got to be dealing with this Jerome and Louis situation. We also been dealing with man boy. Man boy's dead, Franklin. Why the fuck are you still talking about? Nah, man boy ain't dead. We got to get after him. His ghost is coming back. Like, 
that that never happened. That's not that's just me talking to myself, making you know, just making up lines because I think the fucking like. Okay, I will mention one thing though about season four. The one the one thing about this show that I just did not fucking like. Man Boy dies, okay? He's not in season five and not in season six, okay? So that's a, another spoiler. I don't I know I didn't want to give out any spoilers, but Man Boy fucking dies. And his death is literally the worst, one of the worst is the worst thing that I've seen in this show from like a critical standpoint. He gets shot multiple times and is still fucking talking while he's bleeding out. It's like the it's like the cheesy fucking like I'm going to get my last lines in while I have seven bullet holes in me that have punctured arteries. It's like, bro, you shouldn't be able to talk. You shouldn't be able to breathe right now. And Franklin utters like a line like that motherfucker talks to, or it was him or Jerome that motherfucker talked too much. Like they said something, but I was just like, bro, can, why is this guy still talking? He should be dead at this point. And I just thought it was funny, but it was, just, it, I didn't, I just, the one fucking thing I just did not fucking like was, um, man, boy's stupid fucking death. <laughs> He did deserve it, but I just didn't like his death. Uh, Scully is another character in this show. Uh, who the fuck plays Scully? What was his name? Um, I'm trying to remember his fucking name. I'll fucking find it right now. The guy who plays Scully. What the hell was his name? Um, fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember. He's a fucking... If you guys seen a lot of the old classic hood movies, he's in a lot of them shits. Uh... What the fuck is his name? He's the one whose girlfriend is Khadijah. His daughter dies too. He goes fucking... He's crazy. Um, who the fuck does he play? Uh, DeAndre Bonds. Uh, DeAndre Bonds. You guys don't probably remember him from some stuff. But he does a great job of playing this fucking crazy-ass character who's a blood. And he's... <laughs> you gotta watch it. He's great. Um, but yeah. Season you know, season four was good. It was good. You know, they had lim restrictions, limitations because of the pandemic. So I'm not too mad about that. But um, I just didn't like the man-boy shit. Uh, it wasn't my thing. Um, okay, so at this point in 2021, I saw, I saw the show. I did not watch season t season 5 because I just never made the time to do it. Season 5 came out in 2022, came out in February, a year ago, basically. And I just didn't, my cousin was like, bro, you gotta watch it, bro. It's hella good. It's all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, bro, get to it. You know what I mean? I might talk about it on the podcast. I don't know. I got other stuff I want to talk about, like Book of Mid-Buffet. And, you know, Peacemaker, but I was just kind of like, nah, I'll get to it when I get to it, you know, and I just never got to it at all. And then in January, when I got sick with COVID, I was like, fuck it, bro, I'm, I'm finna watch season five. And I fucking regret not watching season five when it came out. But I also don't because I watched season five literally like two, three weeks before this new season came out. And I'm like, hey, fuck it. I'm kind of glad because I get to kind of, I kind of know it's like, I just, it's literally like I was watching a movie paused it and I was like oh fuck let me watch it the next night and finish the rest of it so that's what I, how I feel like right now so I'm kind of it took me a year to watch season five not because it was bad just I didn't make the time to do it um at this point the story has like progressed we've gone by like a year right Franklin's got a different look he's got like a goatee and mustache uh, I remember he got run last year when the show came out. He was getting ro the actor was getting roasted because there's a scene where he's like punching a punch. He's like hitting his uh, heavy, like a heavy bag, and his punches look fucking stupid. And I remember people were like, "Bro, what the fuck are those punches?" And I was like, "Okay, like I don't know. Like he's just staying in shape. He's just exercising. Like in in the show, not not in like real life. It's like a, a video of him. Like in the show, it's it's a scene, very brief. Like it's probably like ten seconds. But it was people were making fun of him. It was kind of funny, but it was stupid. Um." He is, at this point, he has got a nice house. He's with this girl who I do not fucking trust. His fucking, uh, what the fuck is his girl's name? Um, I, I, mm, I, I don't trust his, I don't trust his fucking girl. I'll find out her name right now. But as this show's going on, you know, um, Wanda's no longer a base head. Or not, why do I keep saying base head, but I'm fucking retarded. No, she's no longer a fucking crackhead. She hasn't been a crackhead for a while. She's trying to like, you know move her way back into society being a normal human or normal citizen again and it ain't working leon is just like still got reserves about killing people and doing this shit that they do and uh fucking uh scully is is kind of seen the light after almost dying um louis and jerome at this point uh like season four they were like franklin like you know we're going out on our own we don't want to we don't want to work with you anymore and then this this season is when they finally start to, or season five is when they finally start to like, nah, we're not working with you, Franklin, like, we're family, but fuck it, we're not, we ain't doing shit together, 
And this is as this season five unfold, like season four and its ending, things are going downhill. But season five is where, like, basically the milk is spilled and nobody's cleaning it up. And then uh, season six, where we're on right now, the milk is fucking stinks and it's rotting away and it's just just staying there because nobody cleaned it up. And it just it's left a stain and a smell that you can't get rid of. And that's where we are now. But um, Franklin's dad comes back in the picture, not in this season. Uh, previously, he does in the third season, second season. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to mention what happens with him. You guys got to, you know, watch that. But all these characters end up coming back. And uh, Lucia goes away after, like, the second season. I, 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 oh, that's another thing, too. I did not like the inconclusiveness of their story. I thought it was really stupid, really abrupt. I just did not like it. So that and the man boy are probably the two things I did not like about this series. Um, but that doesn't take away from anything else, uh, really. Um, this season, Jerome and Louis get married. There's a, one of my favorite episodes. Probably my, one of my favorite episodes of the show is called Celebration, uh, Episode 8. Um, Jerome and Louis basically uh have their wedding and it scully ends up putting fucking what does he do um what does he do he ends up um putting lsd in like all the fruit punch or the wedding cake or some shit like that and everybody gets drugged and it's 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 a fucking funny ass scene like he i got left y'all a little wedding present and he goes away and it's fucking hilarious they play uh le freak by chick uh, where it goes, freak out, boom, 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 all freak out, like, you guys know that song, I love that song, um, yeah, it's a great, a uh, great one, so the first episode's called Comets, um, it's like C-O-M-E-T-S, or E-T-S, Comets, like a, like a shooting star, speaking of which, I saw one the other day, it was fucking cool, I, did, I was taking out the trash, and I looked up, I was like, holy fuck, what the fuck, I saw a shooting star, it was like, fucking four something in the morning, maybe five o'clock, um, Episode five, or episode season five, episode two, commitment. Season, uh, episode three, lions. I that's a good one. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, episode four, revolutions. Episode five, the Iliad uh, was the 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 Iliad uh, part one. Episode six, the Iliad part two. Episode seven, lion hammock. Episode eight, celebration. Episode nine, departures. Episode ten, uh, fault lines. Um. Like I said, this, this episode five was, like I said, everything was the milk spilled and nobody's cleaning it up. So everything unravels, things happen. It starts, it's just getting you ready for season six because fucked up shit happens. Um, at the end of the season, like this isn't, a, these aren't major spoilers. So I'm going to give you guys at the end of the season, you know, um, Leon ends up going to Africa with Wanda, his girlfriend. Um, Jerome and Louie get married. Uh everything starts going wrong with him and Franklin. There's a character that's name is Kane. Who's introduced in this season who ends up getting put in the hospital and can't walk anymore. There's corrupt cops that work with Louie and Jerome. Um, Franklin uh, ends up like losing what he's worked for. His girl who I, like I said, I do not fucking trust um, is pregnant and uh, things go wrong with him and uh, Teddy. And yeah, so that that's all I'm going to give you guys for season five. Now, moving on to what we are currently at, where we're going to bring up spoilers. Season six, season six premiered on, uh, what was it? February 21st or 22nd? It says here 22nd, February 22nd, 2023, titled Fallout. Okay, it's titled Fallout because it is basically the, the fallout from what has happened in the previous uh, season at the ending. And the previous, this, oh my god, the season finale for season five is probably, was probably mm, having a hard time between debating that one or season threes. I'm gonna go with season three, but season five had a great one, and like, not saying it's bad, it's not bad at all, it's just because the musical number at the end, they play Phil, Phil Collins coming in the air tonight, I've been, I've been coming in the air tonight for so long, and the way they do it and the way they have it happen it's like so good. The cinematography, the the way they time everything with the lyrics, it's just it's great. Um, that's when the war, like the real war, begins. So that's a great one. And they, they, we lose a character. That I'm like, oh fuck, man! Like I did not expect that. I did not want it to happen that way. The KGB gets involved. There's like this Mexican guy who's, who's ra Mexican born, raised in Russia, or Mexican a Russian born who's of Mexican background and he's a kind of cool character. He doesn't really say much, but he's KGB. 
and uh, basically after something that happens to Franklin's father, KGB gets involved because of um, his mother and his father moving to uh, Cuba to get away from all this shit that's been going on um, with the CIA and shit, you know, blown up in their faces and stuff. And because of that, Sissy, um, Franklin's mother, made a contact with the KGB while in Cuba. And um, the KGB is now involved with helping Franklin go after uh, the person, Teddy, who kind of, who we, right now we think is the one who took all his, what he's worked for. I'm pretty sure, because there's other stuff that's kind of teasing that a little bit, but we'll go over that in a little bit. Um, uh, the fallout, Gustavo basically got busted by the DEA, and he is now an informant. Uh, while he's still working with Teddy, who he's known since the beginning of this show, damn near, almost kind of, um, it's a great fucking episode, we, uh, Franklin's basically just scrambling around, doesn't know what to do because he doesn't have any money at this point, he has somebody who doesn't have what he's worked for, and he's got a baby on the way, he's got a girl, and she's like a smart, I think she's a former lawyer, um, but, um, Jerome and Louis are, you know, hitting back Franklin, it's just war between the both of the families, um, it, it's a great episode, it's kind of, just, it kind of just basically is everything that's happened as a result of the ending of season five, um, but yeah, it's a great episode, season six, episode two, the sit down, we got both episodes at once, so I'm kind of going through these a little fast, um, Sissy introduces Franklin to the KGB while also trying to broker peace within the family, uh, uh, is it Veron, Veron, Veronica, Veronica, that's, okay, Veron, Veronique, uh, I don't know, I don't know, V, he calls her V sometimes, okay, that's probably why I'm, like, looking at her name and being like, what the fuck, um, but uh, we don't, we don't see, uh, Leon at all, Leon's in Africa, we don't show, see any of this stuff, um, but this is a great episode because Franklin finally gets introduced to the KGB agent who's going to help, wants to help him take down Teddy, but also has his own nefarious things, his own uh, stuff that he wants to accomplish that he's not fr telling Franklin about. But Franklin's not stupid. Um, it's because it, that's the whole thing with the 80s was the Russians versus the United States. That was the big war, the Cold War, all the other stuff. You know what I mean? So um, it's taking stuff from real life and kind of blurring the lines and adding some fiction here and there, you know? Um it's a great episode. We end up meeting uh, his Franklin's girlfriend's um, mother, who is like this, like a con artist, you know, that's just like, I don't know, she's a con artist. Daughter was a con artist. We kind of find that out as well. That's what's making me not even trust his girl even more. Um, and she's basically, she can help Franklin get his money back, find a way to get his money. But I feel what's going to happen is they're going to end up taking the money. So they're going to do some, some shit's going to happen. Um Jerome and Louie are stressing the fuck out, Franklin's stressing the fuck out, he's got some of their money, he's got his connections, they got their connections, shit happens, it's a fucking crazy ass, uh, first two episodes, Franklin has these two bodyguards, what was it, um, Dynasty and, Dynasty and, like, something else, fuck, they got, like, some fucking hood-ass fucking female names, um, I I'm forgetting the fucking names right now, I don't know why, they're, I like their characters, um, Diamond and, Diamond and, uh, what the fuck's her name, Diamond and Dallas, I think is their names, D I know one of them is Dallas, Diamond and Dallas, I, I think so, but they, they're, they're, you know, they remind me, they remind me of the Conscious Sisters, uh, we rolling deep, uh, yeah, we rolling deep, like, you know, you, yeah, I guess, <laughs> um, yeah, they're two bad bitches, like, bad bitches in the sense of, like, oh, yeah, like, they'll, they'll, they're ready to scrap, they're ready to throw down, they're ready to sh fucking shoot somebody and fuck somebody up, I don't really, they ain't that hot, you know what I mean, they got kids, um, but, uh, at the end of that episode, Jerome, like, Jerome is just, like, it's, it's a sad episode, because Jerome tries to make peace with Franklin, and he calls him a fucking, he goes, yeah, I don't know, whatever happened, you become the bitch-made nigga that you are now, and then Franklin, and he sla Franklin basically tells him, like, you're being pussy-whipped by my, like, by your fucking wife, Louis, who's not Franklin's blood aunt, but he's basically known her his whole life, and he bitch slaps Franklin, and Franklin pulls a gun on, on Jerome, and right there, you're like, oh, yep, it's starting, it's, it's, if you thought it was bad then, it's even worse now, and there's no going back, and it's, that, that is probably the saddest, saddest scene, didn't tear up, but it was a sad scene, because it's his uncle, who's damn near raised Franklin, and Franklin, who feels like, yeah, you raised me, but I also put you in this position in life, which is true, and then, but Jerome is like, well, I helped you have the balls to be able to do something, you know, like this in your life, and it's just a whole thing, and Louie has done such a great job of manipulating Jerome, she loves him, cares about him, but 
That bitch is exactly what fucking uh, Claudia. Oh my God, Judith Scott. She's this. Um, she plays this lady named Claudia, who's like a probably in her fucking fifties or whatever. But she runs this club that Louis ends up getting control of throughout the show. And uh, her and Louis used to be lovers, but goddamn, she is fucking fine. Um, man, she's dead. <laughs> that bitch is dead. But um. Louis has done such a great job of becoming exactly what Claudia was and exactly what she kind of didn't want to be and said she wouldn't be. And I hate Louis at this point. I've said, fuck Louis. I like Jerome because Jerome's cool. I fucking hate Louis. I'm like, she's manipulating the fuck out of Jerome. Um, but after he pulls the gun on him, it's just no going back. Franklin's teamed up with Kane, uh, who is the, the reason why Kane is in a wheelchair is because Louis and her corrupt cop, uh, she basically sent him out to go shoot and kill Kane. That didn't happen. He didn't die. He just got put in a wheelchair. And uh, Franklin, basically, at the end of season five, told Kane that it was Louis that put you in this position while you're paralyzed now. And um, Franklin and Kane and his people are now teaming up. Franklin's got muscle again, and Louis's got their people. But Franklin's the smart one. Franklin is smart. Louis and Franklin are smart, but Franklin, he's got the in- he's got a high IQ. So um, the great two episodes. At the end of the episode, I believe Dallas gets her face caved in by Jerome. These cops pull him over. And uh, Diamond, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to call them the Dashiki Twins. The Dashiki Twins, the Dashiki Twins are just like, are getting pulled over by the corrupt cops. And um, Jerome gets out of the car, ends up, and, and pistol whips the fuck out of Dallas and just caves her fucking skull and she convulses and dies. And then, um, yeah, we, we don't, uh, was that, I think it was, it was that season one, episode one or is it, I think, no, that was Fallout. She dies at the end of the first episode of six, season six. And then uh, we find out that she is dead in in season six, episode two. Franklin tries to get uh, whatever Dashiki one to come back, and she's like, "Nah, I got kids. I got to deal with these kids now. They don't have their mama no more. So it's it's over. We're done." So forward, the gun gets pulled, and all out war is beginning. Now we are on to the episode that I just watched, season six, episode three, "Door of No Return." Okay, we start off in Ghana where Leon and his girlfriend Wanda have been, they're happy, they're loving the life there, I'm not gonna lie, it looks beautiful there, it looks very beautiful, obviously they don't got the anemones that we have with, you know, sometimes maybe not clean running water, or TVs, iPhones, obviously it's the 80s, but TVs, video games, fucking cheeseburgers, you know what I mean, like, it's not the same, but it looks beautiful because it's a simple life, and they're just happy, they're getting together, they're, you know, getting back to their roots, I guess, in a sense. They call it the motherland. I can understand why they call it that. Um, there's a lot of beautiful places in different countries in Africa. Just remember, we learning about that in school growing up. Um, but uh, Wanda basically wants to stay in uh, Ghana. Leon feels that, like, I got I to gotta see what's going on with my people back, you know, in uh, South Central. Like, I, you know, I want to... He basically... Leon has, after... After the baby, after uh, Khadija's kid is killed by Leon by accident, Leon, like I said, starts changing as a character. And as the show goes on, when he says he wants to go to Africa, he basically has like this thing where he doesn't want black people in the United States to be in bondage and chains, be slaves of their own mind and slaves of the system. That's what he says. And um, when he went to Ghana, he saw the beauty of black people, you know, being happy and not and being free, learns about slavery and how their own people sold them to the uh, Europeans. And he learns about has all this other stuff that goes on, and he basically wants to go back to South Central and bring his people over there, but he doesn't know how to do it, and it's gonna be a hard thing for him to do. So Leon is basically who we follow throughout this episode. He goes back, he ends up bringing a gift for um, Jerome and Louis, like this mask. And Jerome at this point is just uh, fuck. He pissed me off because he tries to give him a gift, and he goes and get the fuck. He goes get the fuck out of here, little nigga. Get the fuck. He like get out of here, like go. Like I don't want to fucking see you. You thought you can walk in here and try to talk some sense into us? You've been gone. Like get the fuck out of here. And Louis, Louis was like, I don't know. Louis piss, just pissed me off. They're doing great. They're doing great as fucking. Mm, I'm hating them right now. And uh, Leon goes to um, Leon goes to visit Franklin. And uh, Franklin's just on edge. He pulls a gun on him at the door and lets him in. The whole place is trashed. After there was a warrant, uh, the police had a warrant to basically go into his house and just search the place. But they didn't, they didn't even look for anything. They just trashed it and fucked it up because Louis is paying the cops to do this stuff. There's a great scene where, who the fuck was it? Um, the kid with the afro. 
who's like really smart with math, who's one of like the uh one of the gun uh, one of the fucking goons for um for D, um, or uh, yeah, and uh, he shows like a a compilation of the shootouts back and forth. Well, first Franklin, first Franklin attacked Louis and them. He attacked their place. Then they went and shot back at them. Then they shot back at them, and then they shot back at them. And this person almost got killed here. It reminds me of Luis from fucking uh, uh, Ant Man when he's recounting things. It's like a really quick talking. And it's just, it's, it, it was cool. It was cool to see this kind of stuff. I love the shootouts. And the, um, he goes, and then, uh, anyway, D little cousin or something like that got shot in the back of the head at the barbershop. And after that, Franklin almost, Franklin almost killed D while he was taking a shit. Like what? And they show the scene, like Franklin is sitting in the stall next to D as he's taking a shit in some public nasty ass bathroom. And D sees his fucking feet and he goes, oh, fuck. But as he's, Franklin has the gun out, he, you hear the cops is like, you hear cops is like radio talking in the background and he puts the gun away and the cops walk into the restroom and Franklin goes, thank you for your service. And he walks the fuck out. Fucking, it's a great little scene. Um, cool as fuck. Like I said, they, they do, they, the stylistic choices they do to do certain stuff in this show is, is fucking awesome. John Singleton does great. It's just fucking awesome. Um, and just cool. Um. Gustavo is still, uh, is obviously still an informant for the, uh, DEA trying to help basically, they're trying to basically bust the CIA and bust Teddy and all them for doing what they're doing. And, um, Gustavo ends up having to go on a a trip to Costa Rica with Teddy and they're basically there to kill, oh, they're there with some mercs to kill some people and gather some information and intel and, um, Gustavo brings up to Teddy like okay cabron like what's going what what about after everything's done like after the war like what happens next and Teddy's like I see it as you know I'll go my way and you go your way and I'm like that's not what's gonna fucking happen you know Teddy's obviously just trying to like calm this you know calm the storm like he knows Gustavo's pissed off has to do this stuff but like they're not friends like they're not friends at all but they work together and it's it's a you know but he doesn't know that Gustavo's working with the DEA so that and Gustavo's worried about that he can't see his family, and it's a whole fucking fucked up thing. Uh, Franklin tried to recruit Gustavo in the last couple episodes. Didn't really work. Did, kind of didn't, I would say. But, um, you know, uh, th- it's a whole great episode. Um, but at the end of the episode, when I said earlier how Jerome basically was like, get the fuck out of here, little nigga. Like, you ain't gonna, like, no, get out of, we don't want to fucking see you. You know what I mean? Like, you're done. Like, we, you're dead to us. You're not family. He, when he tells him, you're not family, he goes, what the fuck does that mean? He goes, you know what it means. You're not family. And he leaves. Franklin ends up basically telling Leon, like, look, Leon, like, I know you think that you this and you're that now because you came back from Africa or whatever. He goes, but things is fucked. Things are fucked up now. You either had to pick a fucking side or you pick a fucking side while you're here or get the fuck back on a plane with your girlfriend or your wife because uh, now Leon and uh, Wanda married. They married in Ghana, had a beautiful wedding, small, beautiful wedding, and uh, you better get the fuck back on that plane, get the fuck out of here, go back to Africa or pick a side. And Leon just kind of goes, okay. Like he nods and goes, okay, and the episode ends. So war, 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 betrayal is happening. So, that's, like, I kind of just skimmed through that sort of stuff, took a lot of time on the previous season skimming through everything, just giving little hints of what happens, what goes on, um, season six, like I said, I kind of skimmed through all that, but, um, yeah, that's basically it, that's where we are up to this point, uh, new episodes come out Wednesdays, so next Thursday or Friday, I'm gonna, you know, have an episode coming out, oh no, next Thursday or Friday, we're not, we're like, you're gonna have to wait like three or four, three weeks, because I'm not gonna be dropping each episode by episode reviewing them, we're gonna go three, 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 because there's just, I got so much stuff coming out, and I don't wanna bombard you guys every single day with new content, so, because I'm going tomorrow, um, uh, me and my girl are going tomorrow to go see, uh, Creed 3 and Knock at the Cabin, finally Knock at the Cabin, but three, three, Creed 3 I'm more excited about, so we're going to talk about that as well. Um, but yeah, Snowfall, fucking watch it, you guys. You guys would love this show. I tell everybody I can about this fucking show. When I know a good show and I see a good show, I tell everybody about it. So, yeah, that's where we are up to this point. I know I may have seen I talk really, I talk fast all the time, but I know I may have just skinned through so much shit. But um, I don't want to spoil too much stuff. I gave some here and there, here and there. But I don't want to spoil too much, especially like with season six. Like I'm like, damn, bro. Like I'm over here. Gotta I, right before this, I was like, fuck, bro. Like I, I want to go into detail about so much more stuff that happens, but I don't want to go scene by scene 
because I'm like, this is a show that's so long, it's gone on for so long that I'm just like, God damn, I don't know, man. I, I want to just, I, I, I got to kind of like not say everything that happens and just kind of give little hints to the maybe big stuff because the stuff that happens in between, they do what the boys does where there's like a scene where something, like in this last episode, there's a scene where Wanda goes to give her grandma these, this necklace, pearls, this like necklace that she got her in Ghana. And her grandma just like has two doors, a screen door and a fucking uh, wooden door she opens. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Basically, you where's my pearls that you fucking sold and you fucking you hit me. You fucking curse. You curse me in front of God and everything goes grandma like I'm better now. Like I'm not I'm not I, I'm clean. I ain't doing none of that stuff. She goes get the basically get the fuck out of here. Like, nah, we're not like just disowns her basically. And it breaks Wanda. But that small little three minute scene is great character development and just great it's stuff to see that other shows don't do. The boys does it. They have a, they'll have a, like a perfect scene. The boys is when uh, A Train goes to visit his brother, who I think he just got. He's in a wheelchair at that point, and he basically tries to act like everything's cool. He's like motherfucker, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm paralyzed. I can't walk, and you can run now again. Like it's a small little scene, small minor scene, but it just like adds more to the world and the characters that you care about. I don't I don't like A Train. Fuck A Train. Fuck A Train. <laughs> but um yeah so check it out it's on fx on wednesdays it is also on hulu the either i think the day after it comes out um so yeah you guys will enjoy the show i know i have i've looked at the ratings it's it's, it's got high ratings on google on rotten tomatoes on imdb and we all know how those play fucking things can be you know not so good when it comes to rating things i.e the last jedi but um yeah, so if that if that is if that if me kissing this show's ass enough isn't gonna get you to watch it, listen to the the quote unquote air quote critics from those places. So, all right, guys, this has been the recap of Snowfall, recap of episodes one, two, and three of season six. Very little, um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this review. Hope you guys prepare for the next three episodes where I review for Snowfall. Hope you guys prepare for my next reviews I got coming out for the movies and I'm gonna be watching other stuff as well. It's going to be great, guys. All right, you guys. Have a good one. Take care. Don't do any rock. Don't smoke rocks. And have a good night.